Hey there, my name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com to learn more about how we serve homeschooling families. Also, if you check the link in the show notes below, you can get more information about anything that is mentioned in this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode about homeschooling and parenting, and be sure to check in on Mondays for our episode that is all about mindset. Have you ever heard the phrase safe, seen, soothed, and heard? Today we're going to be talking about parenting and I want to share this information with you because it is something I learned at an online parenting conference years ago and it has stuck with me for years and years and it's sort of a guiding principle I use in parenting. So. I think I heard this from either Daniel Siegel or Stuart Shanker. I can't remember which of them. But when we are talking about parenting, the phrase safe, seen, soothed, and heard is something you need to remember. Because when your children feel safe, when they feel seen, when they feel soothed, and when they feel heard, they feel loved. So what I want to help you understand is each of the elements about safe, seen, soothed, and heard. And this really isn't coming directly from anything specific I learned from Daniel Stiegel or Stuart Shanker or any other parenting expert, but it's really more of a combination of what I have learned from many parenting experts over the years. And also from my uh, training as a certified life coach. By the way, I am a homeschool consultant and I am a certified life coach. So I help parents with homeschooling, with parenting, and really all of their lives because as a certified life coach, I am trained to help you in many areas of your life. So I use what I've learned as a life coach and as from all of the parenting experts that I have learned from over the years. So let's talk about the first element, safe. Now, clearly you want your children to feel like they're safe in their environment, like their home, where they live, and you know, true physical safety is clearly very important for anybody, child or adult, right? But there's another side of that that's really more around your mental safety. So what comes to mind for me is when my children want to tell me something that's hard to tell me, do they feel safe to tell me these things? Now my kids are much older. They are, one is actually grown up and out of the house and the other one is a teenager. But I know that when my children were younger, sometimes I could overreact to things. And I'm not saying I never do that now. We all have our moments. But by and large, I'm not very reactive anymore. I um, am more responsive. So when you, when your children tell you something, if you overreact to things, they're not going to feel safe. You know, I, what comes to mind too is that saying, um, don't cry over spilled milk. And as a parent, we all have these moments. I remember once my oldest daughter, when she was like 
five or six had frozen blueberries out and had them, I don't know, in her oatmeal or something. But when she was done, she put them up, not in the freezer, but in the cupboard. And it was a day or two later, I found these frozen blueberries just all down the cupboard. And we had actually just gotten, not all new cabinets, but that cabinet was new. And I was so frustrated. And really, I cried over spilled milk. I cried over the frozen blueberries, right? I overreacted about that. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. That didn't help my daughter feel safe when she made a mistake. You know, it would have been just so much better of me to just say, oh, next time try to remember to put these in the freezer. Here, come and help me clean these up and not getting so frustrated about what at the end of the day is really a small thing. In the moment, it felt big, but all these years later, that's just like the smallest thing, right? So whether it's small things or big things, you don't want to overreact as a parent because your children might not feel safe if you overreact. Whether, and I, here's, uh, as my children are older now, I can see how this uh, goes from, when they're younger to when they're older. So you might overreact to something small there, or you might overreact to uh, something they say or something they tell you. And it's really important for your kids to feel like they can say anything to you and feel safe about it. Because as they get older, the things they need to visit with you about just get more important. So safe. I think I've, I've sort of gone on about that enough, but you want your kids to feel safe. Now let's talk about seen. You want your children to feel seen and like seen for who they really are. Seen for themselves, not for who you project onto the child. You know, um, I'll give you an example here. And I think I've, I've done a pretty good job of this. I could have done better, but I do pretty good anymore with that. But when I was a kid, I danced a lot. I was in a lot of dance classes and I was, an, I was a swimmer. So those were really my things that I did. And of course, when my children were younger, I put them in dance class and guess what? Neither one of them cared about dance class. They just were not interested. And so we didn't do that. Instead, they did other things. And my kids got into things that I never would have foreseen. My oldest daughter really was into horses and got into horses. And so my younger daughter did it too. I don't really think my younger daughter would have gotten into that without her older sister, but they both did a lot with horses as they were growing up. And then my younger daughter, she is into reptiles big time. I do not well, lie. I don't hold them or anything. That is not my cup of tea. Likewise, I don't ride horses. I have no desire to ride. My kids learned with other people before we ever had our own. But I saw my kids for who they really are and for the interests they really have. So that's sort of a bigger dynamic. But 
You want your kids in a bigger way to feel seen, but also in the smaller ways. Like you don't want to be holding up your phone all the time while you're visiting with your kids. They need to feel like you're really seeing them and really listening. So now let's go safe, seen, We'll come back to soothe. We're gonna go on into heard because we I just brought up the listening. You really want to hear your kids. You want to listen. And I can tell you, there was a time I didn't do so good at this. And actually on one of my episodes on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting podcast, I don't think I have it up as a video because it actually, we had video issues and it cut off halfway through the interview. But somebody that I interviewed um, said something to me about, we were talking about listening to your children. And I said, sometimes my younger daughter doesn't feel like I'm listening to her. And I know why, because I'm not. And here's why, but the why doesn't matter. But I'm gonna tell you why. She has always been into reptiles and talks about them obsessively. And to this day, I mean, since she was itty bitty, like she was always looking in the grass for the creepy crawlies, the things most people don't want to touch, she has always been enamored with it. And she's like a walking encyclopedia on reptiles. Very interested in them. Well, I get bored about it with it and I tune it out. And the person I was interviewing said, Jackie, you have to listen to her or she's not going to feel heard. It doesn't matter if I'm interested in it because you know who I am interested in? My daughter. And I am telling you, I'm so proud of myself to this day. I changed my behavior that day. And I started really listening and really hearing all the things. And I'm not saying I don't ever tune out because I do. Sometimes it's, it can be hard, but, but, by and large, I listen and I hear her and I hear what she's saying and I take interest and I know so much about reptiles that I really honestly would rather not even know, but I care about my daughter. So I care about what interests she has, even though it doesn't interest me. And quite frankly, I wasn't into horses, but they didn't creep me out like reptiles do. So, you know, I learned about that. There are lots of things I've learned about because of my children's interests and that is so important. They need to feel heard. So safe, seen, soothed, and heard. Now we'll come back to soothed. So soothed, I haven't actually given this a ton of thought. So I'm sort of riffing off the top of my head and what I've learned from the experts isn't immediately coming to mind, but the way I'm thinking about soothed, all the other elements I gave a lot of thought to, but soothed, I didn't quite finish out, but soothed, the way I think about it is when your children are upset, do you hear them? Do you listen to them? Do you stay calm? To me, the soothed is a combination of the safe, seen, soothed, then heard, safe, seen, and heard, right? To me, it's like those three elements together are what help a child feel soothed. Because 
when you're really seeing them and looking at them and, you know, truly physically looking at them, but also mentally looking at them, like seeing who they really are. When you are really listening and hearing them, so I'm like repeating it, safe. And they, they, and they feel safe, like they can tell you anything. And I'm telling you that part of it, the safe, that your behavior makes such a difference. All of it does. But if you can hold space for your child to be themselves, however they are, that is what helps a child feel safe. And those things help a child feel soothed. So to me, it's when they feel safe, when they feel seen, when they feel heard, they feel soothed. And I've never heard it explained quite like that before, but to me, that is really what it is. And as a life coach, this is something I do for my clients. I hold space for my clients. And as a parent, you want to learn how to hold space for your child. And this is something that does not come naturally to most humans. We want to talk, we want to share our ideas, but to just listen and just be present and be there. Presence, that's another part of that soothe. It's just like being there and not being in a rush. It makes such a difference for your child. So if you can learn to, it's called holding space. I honestly, before I was a life coach years ago, I hadn't really even heard that term. So I'm just going to assume some of you haven't heard that term either or that you might not have. But you just want to be present with your child and just give them that attention. It's really, you know... Just like it right now, I am very present with you, even though it's via a video, via camera, right? I'm present, I'm here. Now, if you're my client, I'm more listening. I'm asking lots of questions. And I think that is actually one of the best ways to help your children feel safe is rather than expanding and like telling them all the things, if you can ask open-ended questions to your kids, it makes a huge difference. It helps them learn to think. You know, as parents, we have this line where we're, we're trying to share values and teach our children, but we also want to help our children learn how to think. And there's no better way to help them think than by asking open-ended questions. And one of the best questions you can ask your kids is just, why? How come? But really, why? You know, as a life coach, I keep that in my back pocket. I ask people why a lot because you know what? We assume so much. And, a, you know, a, a part of my job is to help parents like sort of get out of their own head and to have another perspective and to see things differently because when you see things differently you know you have other options and then you might behave differently you might take different actions that help you solve your problems better so anyway let's come back to what we started with with parenting you want your children to feel safe seen soothed and heard and one of the best ways to do that is to just ask questions 
and to stay calm. Now I want to share with you on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. So you might be listening to this as an episode, a podcast episode, but you might be watching this like on Homeschool Think Tank's website or on YouTube or some other video channel. But I think this episode is only available on the podcast. There is one on how to stay calm and stop yelling. <laughs> so if you have any challenges with staying calm or if you find yourself yelling more than you would like to, which really, ideally, we're never yelling, right? But we are humans. So sometimes we do. I have a really good episode that helps you learn how to stop yelling. All right, finally, um, I want to offer to you that when you go to Homeschool Think Tank's website and you join our email list, you can sign up for a consultation with me. And if you need help with something around homeschooling or around parenting or some other aspect of your life, I can help you because I am a certified life coach and I'm also a homeschooling consultant. So I combine those, my knowledge and skill sets there to help parents homeschool their children successfully. So go to homeschoolthinktank.com, learn more about how we serve homeschooling families and sign up for a consultation with me. And if you want to work with me on an ongoing basis, that is totally available to you. All right, or even for a short time. It doesn't have to be a forever thing. If there's something specific you need help with, I can work with you for like six weeks. But if you wanna work longer, I work with parents for even like a year or sometimes more. So, all right, that's it for today. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Live and learn your way. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.